What's up, y'all? This is the Adapt or Die podcast, a podcast that explores new and relevant ideas for the purposes of self-growth and helping you live a more fulfilled lifestyle. My name is Armel Tala. And my name is Ben Smith. We're two university students pursuing our own journeys of self-growth with the hopes of sharing our findings with you. Welcome, welcome back to the Adapt or Die podcast. It's your host, Armel Tala, and I'm Ben. I'm good to be here. Happy to have you, Ben. Hey, y'all better get used to having Ben around, man, because um, he's going to be a crucial part of this podcast, and you'll see why today. But in today's episode of the podcast, we're going to be discussing time. And some of y'all believe, some of y'all may say, time is money. My time is valuable. Ain't no man going to waste my time. Whatever, however you talk about time, we all know it's important. So, but today, in today's episode, it's going to be split into two parts. But in this first part, we're going to be focusing on time from a philosophical and scientific approach. And I already know what y'all are saying. Uh, all right, let me get to part two. When's part two coming out? Whoa, Let's whoa, skip. whoa, whoa, whoa. You know what I'm saying? Because some, whoa, people, whoa, some whoa. people take approach are like science and philosophy. They're like, this isn't, what am I going to get out of this? But look, you, gotta, you guys have to understand that this is all about applying it to your life, right? But in order to be able to in order to be able to apply a concept to your life, you need to understand the theory behind it. All applications originated from theories. Yep. Exactly. So, so I just want you guys to, you know, kind of value these parts of the um, podcast where we dive into the science and nuances, a little bit more technical, but we, of course, we're going to try to keep it in a way we can all understand because I promise you, I don't fully understand these things. And to clarify, uh these ideas that we're going over are some of the most interesting and mind-boggling ideas that like I have ever come across. They are they are literally like life-altering in terms of how I like view the world. So this is not at all uh, some some nerdy like stupid like it, this is very much applicable and interesting to your life today, tomorrow, and for the rest of your life. And we're gonna get started a bit. You know, let me just leave one thing to say reason why we're going to keep and continue to you know go over these theoretical aspects of you know a topic that we want is because i want you guys to have a good understanding of the theory because once you do you get to then find your own applications instead of depending on someone else's use cases for a a concept right and that's going to just make things so much easier for yourself because once you find what works for you you become your own person so I guess that's a good way to start it off. Let's stop talking and get right to yeah, it. Yeah, let's hop into it. I Before we get into the, the nitty-gritty of the philosophy, I want to go over uh, kind of how time functions in relation to space. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we generally think of our universe as a space, right? Um, we can move three-dimensionally, so we can move up, down, forward, back, side to side, uh, et cetera. You know, we, we all are used to that. We know that. We can freely move through space, right? Now think about time. We can't really move through time. Time is ordered. It is. It is flowing. Mm-hmm. We, time, really to us, time really happens to us as we experience it, right? Yeah. Time really, time is passing at one second per second for our entire life. Mm-hmm. And, and space is fundamentally different from that in that we can freely move through space, right? And when also when you think about time, we often can imagine. The future right we can we can imagine how the future will go based on our present circumstances because time is ordered mm-hmm. right so time because time has an order we can almost predict what will happen in a sense obviously yeah. no one can tell the future but in, in a, you know you, yeah. you know later today you're gonna eat some food you're gonna do some work you know maybe go and you have know some in fun, like, whatever you know in 10 years i'm gonna have kids which is actually crazy to think about that's like, crazy it's actually crazy but but when you think about space if i have an object in my left hand 
and an object in my right hand, they really have no bearing on each other, right? Like, they don't, like, just because I have one object in this hand and one in the other hand, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't really affect the other, like, either mm-hmm. of them. They're, they're just there, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a, that's a fundamental, like, idea of how we view space versus time. And a lot of us don't think of time as being an innate aspect of the universe, but it really is, right? Imagine, uh, or not imagine, you know, let's say on, on Tuesday we're going to get coffee at yeah. Starbucks, right? Yeah. You have to tell me what? A place a time. and a time. Mm-hmm. And that's important, right? Because if you don't tell me the time. We're going to show up at like 12 a.m. and 12 p.m. I'll be like, 12. You're going to be like, all right, cool, p.m. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm at bright o'clock at night, like straight at night. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So the, the time, time is not just something that happens to us. It is actually a, it's an, actually an aspect of our universe. And, and when we specify where we're going, like we just did, you know, I'm, we're going to be at Starbucks. Uh, if you, let's say you say, you know, the ex Starbucks, technically that's a three dimensional point in time. Mm-hmm. You know, we think about it two dimensionally because we kind of, we live in a, the earth is round, but it's effectively flat to us. So, yeah. you know, you, you have like cross sections of streets, you just give an address. So, yeah. so that's, it feels like two dimensional, but it really is a three dimensional point in space. And then it's defined by another dimension of time. And when you do that, we call that an event. And that's very important because if you don't have that aspect of time, you don't have an event. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I kind of want to start there as just a basis of sure. how we think of time. Okay. And so does, does this kind of allude to the fact as in like, because you're saying there is time because there's space when you give a location, right? There's three in, in space itself, there's three dimensions. And mm-hmm. then you're talking about time. So you're saying like both of these coming together. Is this what people mean when they say like time is the fourth dimension? Exactly. Space time is space and time are they're not separate right space is you know time doesn't happen to us while we're in space space and time are effectively they're married together and at you, all times and you'll know this if you take just an, an intro to physics course because every single equation has time in it and you're like dog let me just solve this without time but go on yeah no so that's that's an important just idea space time is an, is an important aspect of our universe it is a dimension of our universe it is a it is the fourth dimension of, of, of space time it, mm-hmm. it is space time okay so that's it i want to start with that now let's talk about the two major philosophies of time and how we can view time so uh, a guy by the name of jme mctaggart he coined uh basically two major ideas of time uh, the A series of time and the B series of time. So the A series is how we generally view time. It's our ordinary view of, of life. Uh, we have a past. It is set. Uh, we have memories, experiences, you know, whatever. Uh, we have a future. It is not set. It's a mystery. Um, we don't know where we'll be in 10 years, 5 years. I don't, I don't even know where I'm going to be tonight, right? And then we have a present. And that present is reality, okay? The reason you exist, to me at least, is because I'm talking to you right here, right now, right? We wouldn't say that, uh, you know, like the Romans exist, right? They're, they're in the they past in because the past. They're, they're not now. Yeah. They're in the past. So what makes something real is the yeah. fact that it, is, it exists right now, okay? Yeah. I, w- I would actually want to, like, kind of um, be the devil's advocate here and, and, and um, object to that and saying, like, the Romans are real, right? So... Now you're kind of hinting at the, the second theory of time. So you're, you kind of you jumped ahead of me already. Oh, you know, big brain Mel. Big brain Mel. Armelicus. Um, <laughs> Melius. Remember that. That's coming up later, <laughs> down the line. Um, so the second theory of time is the B series. Okay. In this, 
this is kind of a, a hard idea to picture, but just bear with me for a second. Um, you know when you go to the movies? What What is a movie? A, it, a movie, like what? How, like, 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 like how would you explain how a movie like works? So for those that don't understand how movies were first created, because it's like the fact that we have movies, it's insane. Like the, the way someone s- solved the thing of like, yo, let's, this is how we're going to make motion pictures and the name just i just hinted at with the name it's just motion it's a bunch of pictures right individual pictures taking like boom 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 like if right. you're watching the youtube channel you see me doing robot moves but like it's like uh, uh like how oh like how they you know you draw the picture of the ball and people would flip the page and you see it that's exactly what it is it's, yeah it's, it's just, a sequence of two-dimensional pictures and the change in those pictures the the, the amount of time between those pictures is so small that we effectively appear like we effectively view a movie as as continuous right so that's that's similar to how the b series of time works think about our universe as a sequence of three-dimensional slices or uh three-dimensional blocks is a better word three-dimensional blocks and each block is a is a slice of time okay now this is this is important because when you think about that, if if, if the universe is really just a bunch of like it's just like a bunch of consecutive blocks, mm-hmm. that raises the question similar to a movie. Well, if if everything's just consecutive blocks, and we're just moving through those blocks, right? Our experience of of time is just us passing through those different blocks. Yeah, are the blocks in the future? Are those future blocks? Are they set, or are are they yet to to be known? Mm-hmm. And this B series of time basically says that they're set. And that the only reason we consider the present moment to be special is because we're experiencing it. But inherently, according to the B series of time, it isn't special. And so this is kind of where... Just a, it's just a block of time with... Right. It's just, a, it's just a certain block in time. Okay. And so kind of going back to your question, are the Romans real? And you said, you know, I might fight you on that. According to the beast years of time, everything is real. The, the Romans are real. We just simply exist in a different block of reality. Every, everything that existed is, is real because. Yeah. So, so, so you're telling me people in the A series would just say no. Like, no. They're not real. Exactly. And so, yeah. The, so, guy, so that means, so that means like most people live in a, in a, um, I guess, a kind of a between point between these two series. Right. We, and we call that uh, presentism. So presentism is right here, right now. Everything, the only thing that is real is right in front of you, right here at this moment, moment mm-hmm. in time. Right. But what, what, what do you call the people that kind of live in both? The both the realms of A and B. So if you're, if you're the B in both. Yeah. So I'll get to that in, in okay. a second. So the B series would say that um, everything exists Every every point in time exists. Every every block, if you will, if that, mm-hmm. if that, the, that analogy follows, right? That yeah. make, that all makes sense. We're yeah. just moving through different blocks of time. Every block exists. We're just simply experiencing the change in a certain block, and that's our experience of time. Now, you just said, what if, um, what if you're in between? Right. I mean, I, I feel like that's what most people are, because like. No, no one is questioning that the Romans were real. You know what I'm saying? Like most caught, like when we, when we look into history and I guess, cause you would have to say people, most people think of the things as like, yo, I'm live here. I'm right now. There's a past there's a present, but people believe that the past was, um, is, is still exists. Right. 
So, but oh, hold on, I, I think I might, I might maybe be connecting here. So, people, uh, people understand the whole thing of like everything's relative. Like, if you mm-hmm. know me, I, I, I've been saying this for a little bit. And it's not like I, I made it, but I, I've just been saying like everything is relative. Like, literally, everything is so subjective. Everything is based on what you know, what you believe, and what's around you. And so, I guess in a way that people. That there's not like in B series thinking, there's not a past, a present, or a future, but it's all relative to the fact that there's something that happened before and something that happened after us. Right. A, a great way to think about the B series of time is to think about how God views time. So, if anyone who's familiar with uh, Christianity um, knows that God exists outside of time, God, so if, if you were to think, um, God can jump to any point in time, however he feels like, or I don't want to say jump, he doesn't really jump to a place in time he can just kind of like it's hard to explain right but he he sees time outside of outside of our four-dimensional universe right he sees all of the blocks at the same time so he can effectively manipulate anything he feels like at one time so the question of reality i just mean um existence right so to him everything exists at the same time everything's existing and our version and and, and eternalism our time is simply us passing through it right and and the presentism the a series the romans while they are they are they are real in the sense that they were real we have a footprint of them they are in the past we we have documents about them we have their architecture we know we know they existed right but they don't exist right now they aren't real right now right and that's the big difference presentism right now Romans don't exist. Mm-hmm. Eternalism, right now, Romans do exist. Yeah. They do. That's and that, it's a it's a really hard idea to like pull out of your head, because if the past, if the Romans exist, does our future exist as well? And mm-hmm. it's kind of an interesting question, right? Yeah. Like, is is our future set? Is it is it like, if am I in five years? Is that is Ben in five years? Is he already like? So that's is he solidified? So that's saying so that's saying that like everything that's gonna happen that happen is is already like is already in a block. Like there right. there is a block exactly. of time. It's like it's like you are able to see your entire timeline. It's like well not you are able to see it, but the, your entire timeline is already laid out. Right. Like God could see your entire timeline. Like He knows yeah. when I'm having kids, guys. I'm still tripping about that. <laughs> Ten years I'm gonna have kids, but. Okay, who knows? It might change, but that's the estimated. But like, so he's able to see the entire thing, and like, and so the fact that, and the, the but so would God be would God be seeing things in a B series way, or he, he it doesn't even matter to him. He's everything. So this is this is where things get really interesting. Imagine that. Imagine time travel. Okay, so imagine that you and me, we wake up and we have the innate ability to travel back to, let's say, just say the Romans, for example. We can. At 10 o'clock, we can go back and travel and just see the Romans. Like, and then we can travel back to present, and boom. We're, we're moving through the eternalistic view of, of time, and we're, we're just moving through different blocks. Yeah. We're finding different blocks. We're just going there at certain events, at certain points in space-time. That's all we're doing. Now, an eternalistic view that all of those things exist, but think about our perspective of time. Those things, when we went to Rome, let's say when we get back from Rome, that was a day for us, right? So our time, right, like our, our day was spent in Rome, and that's, a view, that's how we perceived time, right? And that's, that's our view of time separate from the block universe that we just talked about, right? So even if, does that make sense? You see what I'm kind of getting at? Keep going. 
if, if the eternalistic view exists and we could travel to different points in time, then our version of time is simply us traveling to different points in time, not necessarily the block universe of time, yeah. which then brings a whole, then you kind of like almost, it, it's, a, it's a trippy thing to think about, right? Because if I, if yesterday for me means I went to Rome and today means I'm here, it kind of gets to this weird like, well, I thought everything existed at the same time. How can I, how can two blocks, like how can I go from one block to another and then back to a different block and all of that exists, but in the same block, if that, if that makes sense, like in a, in a sequence of blocks. Mm-hmm. And it's very like trippy because like going between blocks adds yeah. another layer of need, time to I need, traveling I need, I need between to, time. I need to add something here. So if every block is existing at the same time, right? And, and we, you, you didn't, you haven't even brought up the point that actually interested me the most was the whole idea of like how you can take this concept and kind of view it into your own life. But but this is to bring up something to do to do with it. So if every block exists within its own time, right? So you have the Romans occurring in their t- in that what the Romans are doing right now in their block of time, they're just living, and in right. our block of time, we're just living. And real quick, I just want to say we're, we're saying block is like it, we're kind of saying it in like a macro sense. You know, we're yeah. saying the Roman block of time. A block of time would really be an infin, infinitesimally small number like of time, such that it, it feels continuous. So the blocks are there's so, so many it's, blocks. It's just like so. Just to clarify. Uh, so me saying whatever I was saying like 10 minutes ago is already in its own like. Right. That's a block. Like like every, every the small thing about the smallest duration of time you can think of, that's a block. Okay. that That's insane. So, and it's all happening at the same right. time. And so our, our experience of change between blocks is what creates time for us. Okay. This, so the way I'm viewing it is like, let's say, let's say there was like. I guess the Roman, like we're thinking of the Roman block, thinking about it as in movies, right? Mm-hmm. There's a Roman movie that's going on. Then there is the um gr- the Greek movie that happened before, and then there was like okay, yeah. the Britain, the British Empire movie. Exactly. And so you just like would go to that, like you go into a movie and watching is like kind of being in that time, but like it, it the right. movie just continues to go on yeah. ever and ever, forever right. and ever, it and you just you just moving through whichever that's right. Time travels real, y'all. Time, time travel is real. I came to the conclusion if if we can think about this we can create it but so now with that being said right knowing that if everything existed your future and like your future that's already like you in 10 years is already defined right so, so yeah here's where things get really really interesting for me at least if your future if you believe in the b series and your future is already defined similar to how your past is defined because everything is defined yeah that would be in your future is, is set, right? Now, when you think about that, if you believe that something in the future exists, like let's say I think in five years, um, I graduate UT um, with an engineering degree, <laughs> Hokum, uh, with engineering degree, and I have a job. I firmly believe that is that is part of my dest- you know, destiny, deter- whatever you want to call it, it doesn't yeah. really matter. If I firmly believe that, if I think that that has already happened, and I say already happened as in like mm-hmm. it, it already exists in the block universe. That mm-hmm. is that is the block that I am moving to. Those mm-hmm. blocks, I'm I'm just simply moving towards those blocks. That's a very powerful belief if yeah. you think about that, right? Because that gives you a level of confidence that almost no one else would have. Yeah, and it's very you know obviously it's kind of a leap of faith to say well like I'm gonna have an engineering degree mm-hmm. and this X job at you know certain you know the more details you provide the the less likely you you the more leap of faith you'd have to take to get yeah, there right it, but it's more viewing it like it's gonna happen it's not if 
it's a matter of when, when right, you so. don't know when in that t- and you don't know which block success is coming for you but you just know that like there is success in that block yeah and y- this even this elusive is something that i always say that it's, it's not philosophically proven it's not scientifically proven nothing like that but i have this idea and it's it's it's, it's bothered me for a long time that you if the fact that we can think of something right the fact that we can curate an idea of like how I bet back in the day they were like, man, I really wish there was a way I could wash my clothes without me going to the river and dun, dun, dun. you know they thought about that. So if you if if this B series way of thinking like really is um if if this if we take the B series way of, of viewing time right to me what I'm thinking is like all they did was like somehow. They broke the code of the universe and were able to pull an idea that happened in a different block, and it just plop right That's into their brain. That's actually an insane idea. They, they, they just pulled the future idea block and put it, it in their it's, own. It's block. like sometimes like those ideas and like it's like the you it's like the block doesn't know how to contain itself sometimes, and little things <laughs> spill into someone's brain that leads them to that point. I think it has to happen that way because if everything if everything is already defined, right? The only way someone's gonna get there is if they're dropped that subtle image and thought i mean we can argue about how it yeah. is but this is my own philosophy and remember armelicus melius armelicus melius that's my philosopher name but the, so that idea is just like it's more like there's like these it's like the the future block kind of leaks out ideas and stuff that may just get dropped into it but that's, it's that's again interesting it's all just a philosophy but let's get back to the real philosophers <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so when we're talking so what you alluded to right is Kind of you hit this on, hit on this earlier. You're not thinking of of what I'm going to do in the future, right? You already decided what you're going to do because you've already done it. It already exists. You're deciding how you're going to get there. Ooh, yeah. And I think that, I feel like that's an important like shift, right? Yeah. I I know I'm I've done this. I, I I know this exists. I know this is going to happen. All right, how am I going to get there? Exactly. And I think that makes the problem more easier because or makes it easier, um, because when you already have the answer. Finding the solution is much easier because you know you're, where you're, where you you know where you're headed, yeah. right? But when you don't know where you're headed, you're finding to a, a solution to a problem that you don't even have the question to. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of scary for me. Yeah. But, and we can go circles around this all day, you know, mm-hmm. is, does it, ex- does the future exist? Is it, is it set? Is it not set? How do we get there? Is that, how does that play into our confidence manifestation? There's so many questions. Mm-hmm. Um, but another idea I'd like to hit on is how the B series of time can also help us to alleviate pain and suffering. That sounds like a very strange idea. How does that's, that sounds like some, this, this sounds like something someone should have already thought of if it's going to alleviate pain and suffering. And, and, you know, I I will say this, your, your, your psyche, your mental is, is how you think is very, very potent. It's very, it's very strong and pervasive. Because, because I, I, I came to this realization be like, the way we perceive things as me and Ben, we recorded a secret Patreon episode and those might come out later down the road. We will we'll see, see, we'll but, see. But I talked about how there's this, um, how my, my coach, he gave one of the greatest advice and one of the greatest formulas when it comes to life. What was it? It's E plus R equals O. An event plus your reaction equals an outcome. Right. And that's and it. And it's just more to be like the way you perceive reality, the way you perceive like the way we see things, because like I said, everything is relative. Everything is subjective affects actually what is done, what happens, what you know goes on in your life. Exactly. Like that event, the way you view that event, 
how you attack that event, how you how you try to have a solution. And I say event, I mean most of the time, if it's a, if it's an important event, it's usually a good or a bad thing. So mm-hmm. if it's a bad thing, it's a problem. How you attack, how you react to everything is based on how you perceive, perceive the it. event, right? Yeah. So how you look at something is not everything, but it's it's a large majority of yeah. of how you react to something. And so kind of going back to this idea of alleviating pain and suffering, think about, you know, the loss of a loved one, or um, maybe you enjoyed a certain part of your life to a great extent. In the B or C years of time, those people, those experiences, they exist. They're, they're, they exist, just, just like the present exists. So, you know, maybe your father, mother, you know, best friend, if they passed away, which is tragic, and, you know, everyone dies, unfortunately, you can think about them as existing, but simply not in your own block yeah and, and you know that you might say well that's what, what good does that do me you know like maybe that yeah, doesn't that was help my first much. question i was like i mean like that's already how i feel like that's already how people view it you know but i think but and so this kind of goes back to the question of reality remember when we said that in in the the presentism view the a series things that exist are only they only exist if they're in right here it's right only, now yeah, the moment that i'm in and in the b series everything exists mm-hmm. it does if they just they're just not part of certain blocks and you know maybe that doesn't do you much good i actually found it very helpful personally i thought it was a very strong and a very powerful idea um i don't know what you think of that but it, it was interesting to me how that could be played into someone's mental and, and like we just said your mental is so powerful yeah. your ideas how you perceive things are so powerful and there's not one perception that's right like no not at the all. only thing that's true in this world is math <laughs> i that to some people that is going to be pretty um controversial but like and it but like past past like what we can prove on like on this earth and everything everything else i say like whatever you want to believe in that is going to make you you know your psyche and your mental sane like believe in that because at the end of the day there's not one way to perceive the world we live in it's too complex everything is subjective right so many things are are relative so many things are subjective that if you think that one way is the right way you are closing yourself in into having a very um i guess just 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 you're you're gonna close yeah you're gonna be somewhat close-minded if you think that there's only one way to view something it's very it's important to to think about everything as being relative variable and being open to any ideas of of how to view okay so we we looked into philosophy and philosophic philosophically what i'm getting is that time is weird (laughs) time 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 is very time is very weird i mean we we won't even like go too deep in and how crazy like actually how weird it is but pulling from this philosophical view of time what 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 do you i guess in your research what did you find just like i guess one thing you would leave today and tell someone what would that be that's a, that's a great question hmm. after give me give me one second to think from about this that for a okay and, and i and and i will tell you guys that the importance of just understanding time from a philosophical aspect because i was researching because our next our next part wink wink has to do with more how we're going to take this idea of time and then apply to our lives to try to you know be better um be you know more efficient in what we do right i've already probably given it away but and understanding that like 
approaching things from a philosophical standpoint that the beginning of everything was actually a whole bunch of dudes just in there thinking socrates aristotle's play when i think about it now like if you thought if you put those dudes into our society now you're like y'all y'all ain't contributing nothing bro like y'all just sitting there thinking and giving out thoughts and ideas but like y'all ain't acting upon anything but it's just because it was a time period where those thoughts and and those those having those thoughts were so important to lead into actions they were just laying the foundations right. of a lot of it a lot of ideas and concepts come from philosophy mm-hmm. simply just because philosophy is just think ask questions question yep. everything everything it's a beauty of it but ben what can i pull from it man you still ain't tell me and, and so so it's good these the uh the main message the things we can learn from time it's gonna it's gonna get better uh after next episode and then the third episode after that we're gonna be able to really pull some crazy ideas. i, I mean for yeah now i just want to know yeah i just want to know what for so, now was just most just most interesting most relevant or most important or useful thing from this so i mean i think the most relevant idea is that similar to how we need to meet someone at a certain event to be there that time defines our reality mm-hmm. okay and so like we said that if you believe in the A series, your reality is now. And if you believe in the B series, your reality is essentially infinite. infinite. Everything exists. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Adapter Die podcast. For more information about us, follow us on Instagram at Adapter Die or find us on TikTok at AOD Podcast. You can also watch the podcast on our YouTube channel at AOD Co. Spelled A O D C O. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and as always, continue to explore and adapt.